All right, joining us in the studio, Matt Carty, Global News Radio reporter, had the uh, pleasure of heading down to the newly renovated Rogers Center to have a sneak peek. How was it? I got to say, I got to hand it to the Blue Jays. I, they did an outstanding job. And I've been a an ownership cynic in the past about uh-huh. how much they invest into this team. They hit it out of the park here, excuse the pun, but they did an excellent job. And as Mark Shapiro just mentioned, that's this is just the first phase. It's just the outfield they've done. So next offseason, they're going to start working on the lower bowl and the infield. But everything I've seen in the outfield today was was pretty spectacular. Do we want to start off with uh, what's in it for the fans or what's in it for the players? Let's start with what's in it for the fans, because this is this is sort of their messaging today is everything that we've done for the fans. Uh, and again, it's this whole brand new outfield. I mean, I was standing at home plate. They allowed us onto the field and just looking out to the outfield, it looks completely different. And I mean, for example, if you look out to left field in the 500 levels and keep in mind, unless you were behind the plate, nobody ever went to the 500s in the outfield unless it was a big game and it was completely sold out. So they've taken these two sections that nobody had ever used in the past, rarely used, Mm -hmm. and have converted them into an attractive place for fans to go now. So in the left field 500s is a um, it's a family friendly area. It's called the uh, Park Social and it's very bright colors. It's they've got the turf down, they've got patio furniture, they've got games. Um, so yeah, more family oriented more uh, for the kids. I had a lot of food there. That's the other thing we got to touch on too oh, is gosh. is the food that they're now introducing. So just in this one section there's churros. There's grilled cheese sandwiches. There's a whole wall full of candy that you can fill up a bag and take away. It's pretty incredible what it's they like do. It's like a bulk barn area? Yeah, it's kind of like a bulk barn area. Come on, wow. It, it's it's pretty incredible. And again, the view is the view is great. I mean, yeah. you, you see the entire ballpark. I mean, you're not going to catch any home run balls up there, but the view is spectacular. And then you go over to uh, the right field side, and this is the Corona rooftop patio. And this is more driven towards adults. The Blue okay. Jays saying they want to create the best rooftop patio in Toronto, how Instagrammable is it? It's pretty Instagrammable. All right, I saw a lot of uh, a lot of Instagram uh, folks there who are uh, trying to get their selfies and 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 taking their staged photos. It was pretty interesting to sort of see the behind the scenes of that kind of production going on. Um, but they, it kind of almost reminded me of like walking into a rainforest cafe, but without the animals and the, right. and the fog. But they got the fake plants there and everything, like the tiki lights up above. And again, some lounge patio furniture. And it was interesting because I was speaking with one staff member there and they said, this is more, you know, to come and hang out with your friends and the game's in the background. You're not, it's not really meant to, you're not meant to be there to actually watch the game. You're, you're there to hang out with, with friends and of course they've got the rails that overlooking the game and again another great place to watch the game yeah um but again it's just so interesting and so crazy what they've done with these two sections okay what about the food over in the adult section is that where we're talking about the poutine hot dog have you tried no one? that was in a different section uh the food up in there i didn't really get the food because in this section it's more about the drinks okay. right because it is a lounge and they want people to you know have a few drinks and this is more like specialty drinks i think the big one there was the mojito Oh, I didn't get a chance to try it, but I heard people talking about a mojito. They did also have, and yes, you know, now that I think about it, I did try the uh, the female sandwich, the female bacon sandwich, which I thought was pretty good. Okay, and do we have prices on these, or is it is it because if they've um, 
you know, kind of pimped up their food, are the prices going to be, I, you know, the same? I'm not sure. Uh, that's something we'll definitely find out on opening day. I didn't really ask okay. about prices because it was free and I didn't want to ask too many <laughs> questions. I just sampled everything. But again, like, and, and you mentioned the, the poutine hot dog. That's yeah. down on the Schneider's Landing. So right field by the foul pole in the 200 level there. It's called Schneider's Landing. And it's sponsored by Schneider's and they've got the poutine hot dog there. It's a bit of a smaller section, uh, probably one of the smallest ones that they have out of all the brand new ones. Below that, that's another really interesting spot to go. It's called the Catch Bar and it's 100 level right field side by the foul pole and it's this great big bar and then if you the bars if you're looking one way you're looking at the bartender but if you turn around the game's right in front of you and you you could look down and you're looking at the field and if you look a little off to the right the visitors bullpen is there and here's what's really interesting about this little area here so you're on this bar yeah. and you look down and you look out you can see the entire game from the right field side you go down some stairs and there's another like um, patio area where you can uh, just you know lean up and you know watch the game standing there, stand, like kind of standing room only type thing, and then if you go off to the right a little bit, there's bleachers, and this is general admission as well. Like it's very old school, like these metal bleachers that you know you took your kid to little league and sat on these things, right? And yeah. it's the same idea. But what's really really cool is the visitors bullpen is right there. You are on the same level as the, the the pitchers and the catcher who are warming up in the bullpen. And you can literally, like, it almost feels like you could reach out and touch them. And there's really not a lot protecting these players. So, like, I think security is going to be having a heavy presence there to make sure the fans are in order. Because, again, it's, it's general admission. Anybody can go and sit in these bleachers. Right. Is it sponsored by Tim Hortons Donuts? <laughs> I don't think so. Because that would be perfect for a bleacher. <laughs> um, so, you, you were talking about the fact that this could be crazy at playoff time. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, like, we don't have the best reputation when it comes to our fans in the playoffs. I mean, there is that they one... wouldn't in- throw a can of beer, would they? Exactly. That's sort of what came to my mind when I when I thought of uh, what they've done here. It's like, I really, really hope the fans are in order because, you know, I almost feel bad for the visiting pitchers here because the fans have so much access to this bullpen. And it's, mm-hmm. again, it's raised up. I mean, that's the other thing here is the dimensions of the field have all changed and the heights of the walls have all changed too. So it's not like what fans would expect where it's almost that perfect round half circle in the outfield. Everything's different. The walls have been brought in a little further in some parts. They're higher in some parts. They're lower in some parts. But the bullpens are really stand out. The visitors and the Blue Jays bullpen on the on the left side hmm. are raised up. So the fans have way more ex- interaction with the players. Okay, so does this mean there's uh, more possibility of homers? Yeah, and that's the thing. I don't think we'll quite know that until the season gets underway because in some areas um, they're the same, in some areas they're they're a little longer, and as I mentioned, the walls are a little higher in some areas as well. And I got to imagine before they decided to do all this, the Jays went down to the guy who does the analytics and says, "Hey, we're thinking about doing this. Will this help us, or will this give us a bit of a disadvantage?" So I'm sure. Whatever they've done here is intentional. It's not like, well, we got to raise that up two feet. I'm sure whatever they've done here, they've they've done their due diligence on. And I I guess the hope is, I'm sure if you ask the Blue Jays, the hope is that it means more home runs for the home team and less home runs for the away team. But it doesn't really work work like that. It's either a hitter's park or a pitcher's park. Do you think that this is going to be a better fan experience I honestly, for I do. fans? Because you've got the people that aren't interested in baseball doing other things and you can really concentrate on the game. You know what's really interesting about what they're doing this year? So I just named all of these excellent places that you can go and watch the game and they're all general admission. So if you have a ticket, 
No matter where you are sitting in the ballpark, you can go into these places. Now, some of these spots you can rent out. So you might walk into a game where a company has rented it out and they've got, you know, 50 employees there. You can't access that that section during that particular game. But if it's not booked by a group, then you can go into those fields to that spot. Mm. The other interesting thing is the Blue Jays are actually selling general admission tickets this year. So it's about 20 bucks, I think. And you don't get a seat, but you have access to all of these places. And you can go and either like go up to the, to the rail and watch the game, or you can sit in one of these lounges and hang with your friends. And they got TVs everywhere, so you can watch the game. Before you get out of here, tell us about this market. It's a weird market. Okay, so there's still got. a lot of questions about this autonomous market that they have. It's in left or right Right field, uh, like right center field. And basically there's a turnstile and you tap your credit card and then you walk in and then everything you grab off the shelves and they have uh, chips, chocolate bars. They even have a, a refrigerated area where you can get beer and everything you buy will be automatically charged to your card through the sensors on the shelves and the cameras. I looked at the ceiling. It looks like a casino a casino ceiling. That's how many cameras are up wow. there. So it's going to be interesting to see how the, I got. There's so way you just more. take it and go. You just take it and go. They will check your ID at the yeah. end. You can also get a bottle of wine in this area. But what they'll mm. do is they'll pour it out into a plastic like receptacle, and they'll give you two plastic wine cups. You lost me. To, plastic. I know, but you know, you get a bottle of wine out of it. But it's just one of those bringing this game into the 21st century type things, and I think it'll be really interesting. Like, uh, you know, I got tickets for the first week. I'm definitely going to see how that goes because mm. I don't want my charge or my card charged from somebody else's bag of chips or bottle of wine. I can't imagine how much a bottle of wine is going to be, oh, but yeah. I'm sure it's a lot. I'm sure it's going to be a lot, and I'm sure it's not going to be uh, tasting like it's worth a lot. 